You're very welcome to the Salvation Show on our podcast here. And uh, as I say, we love talking to people all over Dundalk and the surrounding areas and getting them in. Last time we had Tidy Towns and then we had other bands in as well. It was a very, very famous band around Dundalk and around Ireland and further afield. And I'd like to welcome two of them. Oh, well, it's 84. Well, how are you, lads? How's it going, Paddy? Oh, good. Those things. And you're Damien and Sean. Sean, Damien and Sean from All Well 84. What a great band they are. Well, you've been playing now this while around the area. Uh, yeah, well, so we, uh, t- 2019, like, and um, we actually were, yeah, we were doing loads of stuff. And then obviously uh, COVID hit and uh, put a halt to the whole thing. But we just finished, we did... 10 shows last year as part of an Irish tour yeah. along like to get the album out there and all that so that was that's probably where the well known around Ireland bit comes from I don't know yeah. how well known we are oh it is we, we went on very tour. well known a very well known band oh, where did the name come from oh, was it for? Uh I was reading um, 1984 at the time George Orwell and, <laughs> and that was it and I just says uh, actually no do you know it wasn't even that it was like Animal Farm or one of the other ones he has and I was reading that's a great said, movie you know, that? oh no that's not <laughs> <laughs> is it the mega film <laughs> uh, but yeah that's where it was I actually said it to, to David Keane one day he says uh, oh, that's a good name for a band isn't he he says yeah Oh, well, he says, if you don't use it, he says, I will. So I said, I will. Yeah. How many, how many members then? Uh, well, actually, currently at the minute, there's two. It's me and Sean. Oh, well, you and Sean. Is that, is... Well, there was, there was, it's, so it's in the constant state of flux all the time. So there's like, like when we started, it was, it was Mick Noray and Sam, he was on drums. Uh, John Mellon on bass, me and Sean. Uh, it was a girl called Kira O'Neill. Mm. Um, she was on the keys. Uh, she was on yeah, keys and violin, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And then it just changed. And then we had Elle on cello, Elle Englishby. Um, we had Zoe Backwell as well at one stage. Yeah. Pork and Pete came in. And, um, and now they're just working on other stuff. So they've kind of said, look, you know, we're going to kind of take a step back for a minute. But that's that's just the way it is. And we're going to keep going now. If there's yeah. anyone out there who plays the drums, get in, to, get in touch. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy. <laughs> <laughs> we're like the nucleus, we say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're going to go on with the two of you. Like if you're doing a gig, it's just two of you. Uh, well, no, we'll probably get, we'll probably try and get someone in on drums and, and yeah. And Mick is actually going to come back to record with us. So we're going to do an EP mm. this year. Mick's going to come back to do the EP with us. Yeah. Uh, and probably John Mellon going to come back and, and record yeah. the, the bass for us. But um, yeah, gig and we've only got, we've, we've only got two shows for the year so far anyway so it's not even like it's a busy year yeah. so but uh, you, know. you, you you have very successful albums as well yeah yeah it's done well I'm very proud of them you know yeah, yeah. but uh, what I love about it is and people should realise this and I've done one or two myself there's a lot of money goes into getting oh, an massive. album set a serious amount massive. of money it's surprising how much money it costs yeah to, to make stuff like and but we we went to full Hogwood and we were like oh let's get like uh, PO behind it let's get like good videos done Tim Shea with it all our videos Alvaro was in two yeah, of them seen it. and that's, now he's famous as well that's, probably, see, that's so. probably why yeah. there's only two years now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just the money just seems to go all the time it's on like yeah. people don't realise the people think you go into a studio you record your songs it's on a, a CD and yeah. you sell it but like there's an awful lot of like mastering and mixing yeah. and, not, and a costly yeah. But I love yeah. the way he's done the GoFundMe page. Yeah, well, it was yeah. something we had to do because yeah. uh, when we kind of worked out the cost and of everything to do, to put in an album, and that's like, that was actually done on the cheap. Like, so if you talk to any other, like, artists or that around, like, David Keenan, for instance, or Jinx mm. Lennon or any of that, yeah. like, they'll tell you, like, it's not, it's a very expensive game. And, yeah. And to be successful, I think, these days, uh, especially in the Irish music scene, um, is just to be self-sufficient, I think. Like you can't be famous. You're not going to be a rock and roll star oh, anymore these look. days. But if you can make a living off it, and and, yeah, and you're yeah. able to kind of keep going, yeah, um, that's that's success. You know it, I mean? it is in your, in your own mind. Maybe someday if someone can hear it and say, well, "I like these." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's always that's mm. that's always the the aim for everyone, you know. But um, but like even like bands, like I mean, in the last. 10 years, I think only, I'd say one act from Ireland has really kind of pushed on. That was Fontaine's DC, I suppose. Yeah. Really, really pushed on. Pushed, yeah. Um, just mustered, just on their heels. Yeah. Uh, Elephant. Elephant's well. done Elephant really well. well. But again, yeah. like Elephant's four albums or whatever. 
masterpieces, all of them. And, yeah. you know. You see, yeah. this is it. Now, do you feel now, I know that on Dundalk FM, we always play independent mm. Irish artists and all this. Do you feel that the mainstream is not giving enough to you? Uh, we we got a RT recommended like on the playlist for them, and um, but yeah, it's that's that's very tough. Like, but it, it's a it's a blessing then to have all the local radio stations, like you know, all the ones that are like Dundalk FM or like yeah, um, Shannon, There's a lot yeah. of them. I think there's about thirty two community stations. Now the yeah. reason for community stations is to stop pirate stations. Yeah. But it's the difference between mainstream and community is that if a guy goes in, we say today FM or LMFM, yeah. and he does the morning show, his music is put out for him. And the next show, yeah. the same music the whole day. The best about community radio is you can go in with nothing. Yeah, yeah. And if you decide, well, I'm going to play this. It is actually the best. But yeah. I learned that about working there yeah. is like any music. It's not a recurring playlist the whole it's day. Not, like, it's not for commercial reasons yeah. at all. It's no. and that's the biggest problem because like you've got, what is it? The 25% Irish, Irish yeah. And I think that's gone up now, isn't it? 30 I think we're at 30%. Yeah. yeah. But um, that means that 30% of the music it has to be Irish artists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you, or, but or an Irish connection. Connection. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah. I mean, you straight away on your on your one show, you've got to say you're playing 10 songs, so three of them have to be Irish. And yeah. you could play Westlife, Tin Lizzy, and uh, Aslan. Yeah. Well, so straight not, away, like, yeah. you're not getting yeah. looking. You know <laughs> like, I mean? Yeah, yeah. When, you, when you're teaching people about radio to think uh, you have to pay 30% Irish, straight away, it's diddly idle. In that oh age, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But your show was very successful, giving artists the first cut show. Yeah, well, that was something like that. I, uh, it was actually it was it was it was David Keenan was he was mm. he taken over from Tracy Hamby at the time. Yeah, and then and then he blew up, and he we were too busy. He was too busy for me then. <laughs> you know that I started um, that show. You did, yeah. It was in that when Dundalk FM. It was known as Dundalk Weekend Radio. When you start to take out a community radio. You're only allowed uh, 31 days. Okay. So you're paying for the the license for 31 days. So what we done was we done two weeks, Saturday and Sunday for 15 oh, yeah. weeks just to get people to know. And uh, I was asked that I want to do a show. I said, yeah, first cut. Everyone thought, was, everyone thought it was a gardening show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That would be a good That would be a good yeah. yeah. And uh, someone said, my first cut. I said, well, your first cut, your first record. Yeah. And I remember playing playing a lot, a lot of people on it. Yeah. But at that time, people were sending them in, on like there was no, they couldn't download from oh, Spotify so CDs and stuff. Yeah, about. CDs yeah. and mini and tapes. Yeah. You know, and there was, there was some great, great stuff out there. And then I pulled away from it, of course, and then it's Tracy done it. Yeah. Uh, Rick. Rick the Roadie, what do you call him? Rick yeah. Brown, he done it. Um, Danny O'Hannon did it with me. Danny O'Hannon did it with me for Shane a while. Shane done it so as well. It's been in many incarnations. I, I love it. Uh, and I'm only I, after putting together the connection. Damien Kenny. McKenna, yeah. McKenna. McKenna. That's who I've seen on See the that, schedule you think, every day. You think, folks, <laughs> I they know me. Do you not? They have in the show. I, you I, think I didn't know, know that. I didn't know he this did the first This is the face. That voice. That's behind the voice. I didn't know that was you. Okay. Yeah, no, it's good. And you know what? It's great to see, like, uh, it's great to see the dogs music scene actually like yeah. it, uh, and when you're at the forefront of it it's, it's amazing like like the legs of elephants got a single coming out next week Finian's doing great stuff Osiris coming along yeah but there's other bands that are there that haven't got stuff recorded uh, that, like that's that, what the that problem Rowan Muffy I, I think you yeah Rowan yeah. or Marissa, Marissa played on one of the yeah. days um, um, there's a whole raft of them coming from the dog youth centre actually and yeah. they're playing this emergence gigs with uh, Mark Corcoran from um, Culture Club and there's some amount. There's a, there's a band at the minute called Imbau. I don't know if you've heard. I haven't them. heard. Unbelievable. Them. Really? Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. But it, they could be as big as Just Mustard if they if they get the yeah. act together. Isn't it, yeah. it, it? But isn't it a sin that it's not? Like, you know, we give them all airplay and all that. That there there is no no place that they can say, well, a government. Yeah. To go and sit right, you can record an EP. Yeah. We'll sort it out. But, you know. But the Dundalk Youth Centre has a great uh, recording set up there. But, like, again, like, going back to, like, how hard we... Because we, we played for grants, arts grants and stuff, mm, like, and it's yeah. just nigh on impossible to get them. Like, there was yeah. a list of stuff. Do you remember we were, look, we were looking at it? It was during COVID, and the government announced a, a whole... Uh, there was loads of, like, 
they were going 50 to or 60,000 wasn't grants it? to people and if you look through the list of who got it it was like picture this got it right. yeah it was a uh, lot of Shane uh, O'Connor people obviously. who might yeah. not have filling out those art uh, form grants is an art form in itself it's oh, it's, oh. but it's I mean so just even paperwork. to look at the list I was looking through it and I was like picture this what did they need yeah. to record for what yeah. do you know what I mean they're, ma- they're making money out because even with their even John Covid label. yeah but even John As Covid I, they're I'm sure. YouTube's or Spotify's they wouldn't yeah. be making money off that you yeah. know what I mean and yeah well I, I'm going to bring you back you probably won't remember it but I remember I was walking I was in the house in Cox of the Men hmm. and there was a meeting held in the town hall with a load of us about starting a music centre in Dundalk for young bands there was 50,000 punts worth of equipment bought, <laughs> right? And then, you know the Carroll Village? Yeah. Where the flats are? Well, if you're on Church Street and you go in the gate, if you look up to your left on the top floor, we were in looking at it. They were yeah. going to change it into practice rooms and everything. And uh, there was a book come out. You should read that book. It's brilliant. If you ever get your hands on it, it was oh. taken out some fella done a, a survey on the bands in Dundalk oh yeah and uh, there was 50,000 euro or punts worth of equipment there was drums there was amps bass amps mixing desk the whole lot class and we were ready I even said I'd give up the house and Coxes to be the supervisor on this just to get young people in hmm. and you know when you're outside on Church Street the road ran to the long walk yeah well, the guy that owns Carroll Village built that road so they could get in the side. Yeah. And the council said, could you not go around with it? And we could get out that way. So they did. So they asked the council for money for that, and they refused it. And that's why it never happened. The 50,000 punts is still lying in cellophane in the town hall. No way. Yeah, but it'd be odd. Absolute. What's obsolete. the name of the, the book? The book... I don't know, but I know it, it, someone has it. I know that there's a there's a woman put a story in it where she was a roadie for us. Oh. <laughs> throw all the gear in, leave the stuff out, and then she get a call. Now no no mobile phones. We get a call on the phone, Mom, will you come and collect us now? <laughs> you know, and then they'd be round talking. Yeah. But I remember the AOH hall. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember there was a, there was a big night on. That on off was on it that night. Yeah, there was a lot of people in. Um, but they had no equipment. So we give them all the equipment yeah. and set it up. And what a night. But do you know what it was? When everybody finished, when the bands finished, everybody just went home. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Didn't, no messing around. Yeah. No messing around. And I actually, if you look into, uh, I think uh, at the time, there was there was a, a program on television. Pop Idol. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pop Idol. To, and I wrote a, a, a thing to the Democrat about it, about that night, yeah. how people went home and all that. It was great. And uh, I went from pop idol to bone idol, I said. <laughs> you know, and you should read about those, but you're pushing so much yeah, yeah. for things. And it's it's great. It's a great opportunity, including yourself, Damien, to get something from someone yeah, and, and play it. And they're sitting at home. There was one incident. This is... Tourism sitting here. When I was doing first call at the start, this woman rang me. She says, my son's of a band. Hmm. I said, great. She says, they'd love to be heard on your show. And I said, yeah, send stuff in. So anyway, they, uh, the woman rang about two hours later. She says, look, they don't want to go in because they recorded it in the loft. Now, in Blaney, there's a studio called The Loft. Okay. I said, doesn't matter. It'll go for it. She says, no, in the loft. Oh. <laughs> but it was one of them flatbed tape recorders. So the kick drum, you could hear more of that than oh, anything okay, else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember ringing Derek Turner. I said, Derek, could you help me out here? He's told him the story. He says, yeah. So what he done was he just gave them three hours in the studio. Oh, in uh, Tumbleweed. In Tumbleweed in Bridge yeah. Street. And I put it out on the radio and I said that what we need is 100 euro, we said, 100 euro. And we got that money within 20 minutes. Class. And the boys then then recorded the song, done it. We put it out and it broke up. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
Oh, they went on to be you two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they went on to be Westlife. <laughs> but that they, they're the stories, you know. Yeah. And there's so much that kids can give. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, we like we kicked around in bands. Like you were, you were in Siren Alley in different bands, and yeah, like I was in always in different bands. Lo- what what do you play, Sean? The guitar. And I played the bazooki as well. Oh, Sick lovely. Yeah. That, What's that? No, that's a, it's no, like that's, a big mandolin. That's the kazoo. <laughs> All right. It's like a big mandolin. It's got eight strings. Yeah. It's from Greece originally, I think. Yeah, yeah. so it originally started. The movie. But then like the... Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then... Uh, John Travolta plays. In the 60s, when the folk revival was happening, um, some of the artists like the... Andy Irvine. Andy uh, Irvine. Uh, back. Yeah, he played it, yeah. And that's, that's, where, that's how it kind of came into Irish music. It's on... It's really nice. It's, it's prevalent on like Colleen. Yeah, and, I see. Uh, she's just so when you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, it's on more the prevalent on the, I suppose it's, it's, in, it's in the album too. It's, it's more an EP, EP than it would yeah. be in the album. Yeah. Like, we kinda, we've kind of drifted away from that now. One more but but it's nice to have something else in there, isn't it? Well, anytime yeah. he whips it out, like, uh, like sound engineers, like, why is it going fast? Wow. Like, <laughs> What's that? That's yeah. Yeah. And then we were, I remember one night someone, there was this younger band we were playing on the same it wasn't our gig we were playing on a showcase kind of thing and someone was like uh, can you play Guns N' Roses or something like that mm. he was like oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck this man <laughs> do you know what I mean so you get some stupid nah, I'm sure I could as well, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Tried, you, know? you get wagon wheel no yeah uh, no <laughs> <laughs> play one we all know yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're you the wrong fucking gig yeah. for that lad I get that regular oh um, Jesus but uh, yeah the bazooki man's good and you, there's a mandolin as well. You play mandolin and, and mandolin stuff, don't you? And the banjo. That was my first instrument. Was the banjo? I like the I, I like all them them instruments. Yeah, string the, ones. The, they are the, well. They're essential now. So even my favorite band, Eagles, they have mandolin and yeah, yeah. banjo on it. You know, there's a lot lot in it. But um, but there's a lot like there's that kind of uh, like folk tra- like that tried folks that stuff so mm. like's coming back like, like Mary Wallopers like would be a, a, oh, a good f- example of it but yeah. Lancome as well and um, Lancome yeah yeah there's fucking loads of them there's loads there of them. they're there all is. doing it now and it's the same as that's the one thing I will say that's probably not good well not, not good about the Irish music scene but once one gets really big doing one sort of thing then everyone follows suit. Oh, it's, it's and then yeah. So like the minute in Dublin, there's a hundred Fontaines DCs walking around the place. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a, yeah. Yeah, but it, it was always the same, you know, when, when well, I remember when I played growing up in the early days, that if you went into a pub and there was a band playing and they got a great reaction to a song, you said, oh, I'll do that I'll one. take that one. But yeah. you won't get the same reaction. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always the same, but, people copying and all this but I like look come here like that's that happens in yeah. art that's that's yeah. just your, your influence by things but uh, it's called being inspired yeah, yeah. but like, I heard a good called. story actually about uh, the, when uh, Damien Rice the, when his album went ma- yeah. massive what was it called oh, oh yeah oh. he went massive and every A&R uh, mm-hmm. person from all the fucking labels came to Ireland to Dublin to look yeah. for the next Damien Rice and everyone was walking around in guitars. Like everyone was walking around in guitars. See, yeah. Singer, then, song But then you got like Mick Christopher, Paddy Casey, um, yeah. Declan O'Rourke. All these boys yeah. started to come, come in because they were all being signed then by hitting all men after that, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's just something like just that's uh, it always is the way in Ireland. But I, I noticed in lately that there is a serious amount of acoustic players. Yeah. Just on their own. Yeah. And uh, some of them trying their own stuff, but... When people go out for a night and they see, you know, they go in and they go, oh. That's but, it, like, you know what I mean? Like, But there should be a, a, a special, you know, an open night. Yeah. Every every week in Dundalk. Yeah, I think Tolls is doing really well at that kind of stuff. Yeah, they are, Tolls they've, is flying. They've got really good at, like, yeah. uh, and obviously, like, the, their return of forever will forever champion Dundalk yeah. music um, and, lo- and local bands. Yeah. But, um, yeah. People don't want to come and fucking. They want to hear wagon wheel or oh, something. something. Yeah, you know, they do. No, they do. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, you get the, the best rock band in the world, and someone's going to go up and say, "Well, you play the fields of Atten, right?" Do you know what I mean? For something and, like that, you know, <laughs> by brush shields. <laughs> yeah, but, but I do it, but <laughs> but we we uh, on the tour there actually we we started doing um, well because that the bass player died from the Smiths. Uh, from the Smiths, so we started yeah. playing. There, there's a late never go. Best fucking reaction of the night. 
It is, you know, and and we and I think that there's a, two years we spent fucking writing these songs, <laughs> a year recording them, yeah, and then fucking Morrissey steals the yeah. spotlight. I know, know it it happens. Yeah, it's all people like, just buzz off what they know, like when they hear the yeah. familiar chords yeah. and people the like riffs and stuff. People like comfort. They yeah, do, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They, they do. Know. And then when when I'm I do the Viper every Saturday night. Now I use tracks. I'm on my own, yeah. but I play with them. Yeah, and you get some fella. In fact, last night you do Thunderstruck. <laughs> Said, oh, yeah, yeah, go on. You know, <laughs> would you not like wagon wheel? Yeah. <laughs> or you might get someone uh, that come up for a song, you know, yeah. at a wedding or something, and they get up and they sit. Beyonce, you'll do a blanket on the ground like yeah. everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you know the Eagles? No. Oh yeah, it's that's the one you play that. But uh, the reaction, the yeah. reaction to some of them songs of the young people. Oh yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. You know, they know word for, and especially Garth Brooks, they know word for word. I don't know what the obsession in Ireland is for fucking Garth Brooks. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. think he's a good people. Just love him. and you know what? Some live show, brilliant night. Five nights in Crow Park. Yeah, but no. did, you, did you go? Did I fuck? No, <laughs> <laughs> he never came to hear us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was did, he when we were playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. It's it's a you know it's a big stage presence. They can afford yeah. millions, and it's publicity for them. Yeah, but and even like the likes of this is going to sound like I'm just bashing fucking. Yeah. No, no, we're not. But like we're when, just, the, like, when the like Carter and Mike Denver and like, and obviously they do well because people go to their gigs. But yeah, there's a serious obsession with Irish people, and and, and at I the moment when it yeah. comes to say like Gareth Brooks playing say five nights in a row, or Ed Sheeran is playing these three nights, it becomes almost like a you know, you have everyone in work saying, oh, did you get your ticket? And it's kind of yeah. factious almost, isn't it? People, it's a cultural thing. It, almost. Here's you a have to be there. Where do you think yeah. that obsession well, comes from? Bruce Springsteen <clears throat> is another example. You know, when he yeah. plays, everybody's going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I can understand Bruce Springsteen. Because he's good. <laughs> Not Nate <laughs> Carlo. Nate Carlo. Yeah. No. Well, what's, what's his song? song? Wagon, wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. Well, wagon. And do you know that, that uh, I was in Texas. My uncle was over in Texas and he was going to the bank and I was sitting in the car and it's all country station. Yeah. And the two guys come on and uh, the original, the Black Crow Medicine Show yeah. recorded that. And it was Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan wrote that song. Yeah. yeah. So he says, your man says, uh, we got the Black Crow Medicine Show now. He says, uh, some guy in Ireland, he says, made a big hit of this. But wow. this, this is the original. I mean, like, look, he's doing something right. But uh, I, Maybe I thought, idiots. No, so, yeah. some, what really, really puts me off is when someone comes along and records, like Nathan Carter, done uh, The Time of Your Life, Green Day, oh. in, a, in a jive. Oh, oh now, really? No, yeah. yeah. That, that, and then he done The Boys of Summer with Eagles. No good. But the worst that I ever heard, and I don't mind if it goes out, was Michael English doing a jive of Come On Eileen. Jesus Christ. And I just said, no, that's it. <laughs> Tapping it. Where'd you, you hear know, that? I, I've got a lad to play it on the radio. <laughs> but anyway. but <laughs> it was on the first cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the first after Wagon Wheel. Yeah. But, you know, th- th- that sort of thing. But the, now there is, there is a lot of covers in it. What about all these tribute bands? Yeah, I, I I think there's a space for them, uh, especially for I though I I have to say though I think it should it, and I think it's got to the stage now it should only be bands that aren't coming back. Does yes. that make sense? That aren't hundred percent. Yeah, like I've seen a yeah, tribute band of of the Eagles, and I'm like them boys are playing. I saw one of Bruce Springsteen. And it's like she can go see the real thing. Yeah, you know. But the likes yeah. of Queen, uh, the Bowie one has been the stars class. Yeah, Mac Fleetwood are supposed mm-hmm. to be Pretty unbelievable. Good. I've never yeah. seen them. It's supposed to be. Top row. And our own local Tennis Lizzie. They're pretty Tennis Lizzie. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Uh, the Stone Roses had a great one. They used to play the Spirit all the time. They were class. I think Queen was in the Spirit all last night. Was it? Q, QWE. Yeah. yeah. But then the, I'll, I'll make the argument. Right. Go. There's some bands, like again, with concert prices and yeah. the way it's going. Oh, yeah. That yeah, are yeah, so yeah. extortionate. And some cover ba- like tribute bands that are playing are just as good. Yeah. And you're not being charged 150 quid a ticket to oh. see them. Like I, I know, but it's again, da- some of the big US bands I'm talking yeah, here, yeah, like yeah. some yeah. of them are yeah. extortionate. But, but money. As, as Damien said, I, I would be I know that the illegal eagles and take it to the limit and all that are very good, but to me 
It's the real. Yeah. You have to see the you real. See stuff. the real stuff, like do you know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you um, want to see the actual person yeah, yeah. who wrote this song. Of course. Yeah. Now, you I know, have a, a guest in, on tours tomorrow who's playing in Dundalk. He's a tribute to Brian Adams. Oh. So I'd like, I said I'd interview him on tours tomorrow. Right. And he says, I'll, I'll bring in the guitar summer 69. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot, lot of tributes out there. But when I when I'm playing on Saturday night, I said, "Good evening." This is a tribute to Paddy Mac. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tribute to the Long Raiders. <laughs> ah, the Long Raiders. Um, but it's a the look. They have their space. Um, the one thing I'd say though is like it, it kind of it's starting to kind of monopolize like the venues, like the spirit stores and places yeah. like this, like and uh, Whelan's. They have loads of them going on. Yeah. Um, so like a lot of the venues in Dublin that you would have played before, like it's hard to even book now. It's hard to get booking anywhere. Yeah. To, to gig. Even, yeah. You know. But that's what I mean for, for guys like yourselves that are doing original stuff. Is this blocking you for getting in? <coughs> it would be, but uh, you just have to kind of walk around them. Mm. Like Derek yeah. Turner would, uh, Derek will tell you happily, you know, he says, look, Damien, he says, I'll put you on. He's making 150 in the door. Yeah. Or you might, you might, or David Keane, you make 200 in the door. Yeah. Is, but I'm guaranteed, he says, if I put Matt Fleet one in, he says, it'll sell out. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a he good night's think, crack. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Do you know? And he 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 was saying to me, we played just before Christmas. Well, it was around Christmas time mm. anyway. Oh no, it was in the summer actually, because he was saying I'm already booking for January. Yeah, and he says, and it's all David Bowie's tributes, Queen yeah. tributes, all these tributes, and he says, because that's me, that's my bread and butter. That's the bread and butter, yeah. And he says, I'll sell all the tickets, and they'll be all Christmas presents. And he says, after that, then he, once we kind of yeah, make that profit, then he doesn't matter after that what he does. And then he can start yeah. putting on the local bands and stuff. So they are, they're in the culture. The, the first they're, preference. They're, yeah, they're, inter, they're intertwined into the, the Yeah, as you say, know. it's the bread and butter for the, the place itself, you know. Well, I think venues, like us all, got caught in the hop of COVID. Mm. I don't think they're going to let that happen again. Oh, you know, it was very bad for musicians. Very, yeah. very bad for bands and that. We, we in COVID, yeah, we, it, was. We, it was shocking for us. Yeah. We were on a we were on a trajectory. Our EP had just come out. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And, and just like Colleen, really, we just sold out Wheelands. Selling out Wheelands. Um, <laughs> was getting the reviews. Yeah, that was December. It was December 2019. We sold out Wheelands, and then mm-hmm. February. Then obviously COVID came, and that was oh, a yeah. wallop. Yeah. And that was it's the just, end of it. And then we start un- back again. Unbelievable. Start back from scratch. I know, it's trying to get that mm. momentum going again. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're... So to, to you're a point now where we're back trying to get, just like literally call Get a band. People. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but calling yeah. people, I mean like, come to the gig, will you? Just yeah, just, you, you know, and where, where that salad in Whelan's would have started you off. You know, we were actually, from that night, Dave Allen, who's the the booker in Whelan's, uh, um, him and another fella called Graham, um, they... They came to us and asked us to play ones to watch yeah which is their yearly yeah showcase for like yeah. um up and coming bands or whatever so we, we were trying to play ones to watch and then that would have that set you on into the like irish music week and different things yeah. after that and then you're playing primavera maybe south by southwest in texas yeah, yeah. that's where it all started you know I and mean, we just didn't know you know but luckily we got um, the ep came out the songs were being played in on like uk radio stations as well yeah we were, in we're england, no, england america no. canada it was yeah. doing really well. But that's what I mean. Like, it, it's just not Dundalk, Ireland. It was further afield because I yeah. remember reading something somewhere. I don't know where he used to it up that it was being played in America. And I, this is what it's all about. Yeah. You know, if someone picks up on it. But uh, as you say, unfortunately, it's all the funding and everything goes yeah. To, yeah. to people that are established. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're probably seen like that's their, because that's their career. Mm. No, I'm, I'm blessed. Sean's blessed. Like, we can work. Yeah, you know, you're a teacher, I'm a yeah. Yeah, it's also a guarantee yeah. from the funders' point of view and a bit of publicity <coughs> coming back to them again at the end of it all. Yeah, it does. It shouldn't be that. It's a but, safe bet for them. Yeah, yeah. But you know who's really good and I give them a shout out because they did actually they funded us to do the documentary we did the, the music the music uh, the gig in Anton during mm. lockdown was the loud the local office here. Yeah, okay. the loud arts yeah. office. They're amazing. Okay, yeah. why are Shout out to Maya. Oh, uh, Maya very, very good. But and she, she does loads to, to promote. Yeah. Not just music, but local art and stuff. Like she's but really there, was, there was back in 1987, 
was a lot of musicians unemployed <laughs> from jobs and that. And Constant Short yeah. started a, a CE scheme for musicians. It was just unbelievable. We were in the town, we used up three dressing rooms in the town hall. And there was, you'll see photographs, there's Bobby Robson, myself, my brother Michael, Harry Herty, Gino Beryl's loud rest. And there was a load of us there. Yeah. And what we done was we had to create music. Okay. And then it was, uh, there was flute players, there was Irish players, bazookies, whatever you call it, the yeah. whole lot. And we done a show in the town hall, 50 pence in <laughs> at the time. And it was for the schools. And at the time, the town hall held 730 before they put in the rake seating. And the curtains went up. Oh my God. Just a sea of Unbelievable. People. Yeah. And then what we had to do was that uh, Desi Wilkinson, he was a flute player from the north, he introduced the, the, the traditional yeah. instruments. Then I introduced the electric instrument. Yeah. Then a guy came down one time, there's loads of clippings of papers, Mick Hanley. Now Mick Hanley wrote past the point of rescue. Oh, okay. He, he wrote a lot of songs, very, very talented man. And Mick Hanley was coming down with Keith O'Donnell. Keith is a sax player, but he works with youth and mm. all this. And I remember standing in the Adelphi ballroom, he's all very young with this. And Keith was a sax player with a band called The Real McCoy. And he looked so cool, you know, the hair slicked back and all this. And then all of a sudden, I'm on the stage with him. But uh, Mick Hanley was said he'd do an appearance and he sent down his tape. And we learned the tape the whole lot. And it was such a fantastic night. All the young people seeing this. Yeah. And then you were given, at the time, 25 punts a day expenses that was to oh. get tapes and leads yeah. and and we ended up with a yamaha drum machine <laughs> and a four track recorder and there was a famous song written by harry herty and bobby robson about sellafield and katrina mcdermott sang it and we were there trying to publicize it and this guy called out he says i want to give a thousand punts to it. you know how that guy was Mike Scott from the Waterboys. Oh, yeah, yeah. He paid towards it. And it was nice. great, great things like that. Unbelievable. You know? But I think there should be something like that now. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I 100%. Yeah. Because I mean, because you can always see, because the music thing will always, it'll, it'll never go away. Never no. go away. What I would hope, um, and I'm glad there is bands like Osiris and like uh, Inbound, and all these young mm. acts coming through, that they are coming through, because if they weren't, like you know there was for a while there doing the first cut there was a I was seeing a tail off of yeah, no right. no bands coming you see people if, you, if you're if you producing something and you're not getting a reaction it will you know oh yeah yeah maybe nobody wants to hear me and all this you get a lot of that but yeah. you have to strive at something we played gigs to five people you know yeah. and then yeah. we play gigs to 200 people. You get a sitting ovation. You know what I mean? <laughs> sitting on yeah, the hands. To, the bar man down the yeah. back. Like, yeah. the glasses. Yeah. Good number that one. And then he's going, yeah. and he's going, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you get that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you just have to keep going. And that's what we, we intend to do. And we always want to do. And uh, we're going to do an EP now this year as well. So, mm. and is, is that being funded by yourself? No, uh, well, we've actually put in for arts. Uh, Brilliant. So, Maya. Hopefully, Maya, yeah. if you're watching, yeah, if you're watching, Maya, these lads yeah. are very talented. Well, she has now, she has uh, funded us in the past to, to, to do the yeah. Unpawn gig. I don't know if you saw that. It was uh, a collection a collection of identities and other nonsense. Yeah. And we did, okay. uh, uh, it was actually during COVID. Uh, we were all interviewed separately. Um, and it was really cool. If, if, you're, if you're listening to this, go I implore you to go and watch it. It's very, we started off in black and white. Okay. Um, close shots mm. like I did a bit of poetry at the start it kind of comes out and then we go into playing the music and then it kind of is all caught between all the all the interviews and stuff and we had a an artist at the time called uh, Yuli Lorinka and um, yeah. she was did a performance art piece around us yeah. where she had it all we, she had us all caged off from each other all right. Because obviously it was during lockdown, so yeah. we're trying this to portray that. Oh, okay. of lockdown. And as right. the song, as the gigs progress, and she's going around taking bits down and putting different things up, and then it ends Brilliant. up uh, going into color. 
uh, and it ends then like with like three or four songs in color yeah. all of us kind of together right. uh, it was an amazing piece so Maya did fun that so yeah, it'd be great yeah, for nice. to come back in. Yeah, it'd, it'd be great to see. So, my, growing up, Damien, yeah, I know you're still growing up, but what, what would not. have been your, anymore. your influences <laughs> musically? Um, well, like, I was I was around the time when Oasis were huge. So mm. they would have been one. Um, the Beatles. Of course. Trimmy Dad. The Eagles. Trimmy Dad. Um, but then a lot of, like, as I kind of got older and got into the stuff myself, it was... Um, a lot of like Stone Roses, a lot of that kind of early. It wasn't Britpop, it wasn't Manchester, Happy Manchester Mondays, stuff, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And then I kept going back and back. So it was like Bowie, The Waterboys, um, Planksty, yeah. Uh, so a lot of that kind of folk stuff. I was really into that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So it was kind of a mix of all that. Yeah, there yeah. was. Uh, well, you were saying Planksy, like Donald Lonnie playing the bazooki as well. But that's where we yeah. are. Yeah. But you would have been, I don't Did you listen to Planksy always? Yeah. When I grew up, my mother only listened to trad and traditional music, like in the car every day, right. nonstop. She still does that. Mm. Uh, You're so a big fan of, like, was, was it Dedanon? Dedanon, Planksy, Bothy Band, Chieftains, all mm. these kind of bands, you know? Um, and then on the other hand, dad liked rock music. Yeah. So the two came together. So for the, for the parents, doing yeah. I asked Paddy and Navarro this a couple of weeks ago. If you had to put four bands or artists on your Mount Rushmore, it doesn't mean they're your favorite. It's just yeah. what it represents. If you each, who would your four be? On Mount Rushmore? Yeah. It can be a band or a single act. For what they've achieved. Or yeah, just yeah, who would you put up there? What, really tough what, what you would like to see on Mount Rushmore? Um, for music. Well, for me, the first one definitely has to be the Beatles. Just right. for what what they did in the sixties, they they wrote the the handbook of of what yeah. it is to be the band. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. They wrote the handbook of uh, that everyone follows, and yeah. they they pushed they pushed the recording techniques, they pushed everything else. Um, did they get it right all the time? Probably not. Right. Their solo stuff, it's a lot of it's shocking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, they'd have to be up there for me. Um, I'm trying to think. It's a tough question. Yeah. I'd say tough actually Planksy as well for what they did to revive folk music in Ireland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. before that, everyone would have thought Irish trad and folk music is a lot of the diddly oh, eye stuff. It would have been, uh, the, what do you call them? Oh, there's a name on a few of them. They're still on, like you had the Dubliners and all that. Yeah. But um, when you're talking about Planksy, they went on from to Moving Hearts, yeah. which was a sort of a combination between the two. Yeah, it was excellent stuff, you know. Yeah, they yeah. like again pushed the boundaries of what like folk mm-hmm. music was. Um, I probably have to say Bowie, mm-hmm. just Bowie, again yeah. for longevity, for what he created. Uh, we, we now, would, would you go for the Bowie or the Ziggy Stardust? Oh, there's so many Bowies to choose from. I know. I like. I like. Uh, What's that album with changes and all that? What's the Hunky Dory? Hunky Dory. That's a yeah. great album. Yeah. Well, it, but now I would have grown up in the seventies with uh, Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie, and Starman and Life on Mars. Yeah. And all. Fantastic. But when he changed, I didn't like it. Oh no! No. When never. he went into the when he went into the the ten white juke white the suits and everything but I just said no no he should have stayed but he, he announced it on stage when I, he was finished yeah he, he know, died wasn't he, it he, he announced yeah. the death of Ziggy Stardust <laughs> right. he's gone yeah. he's finished um, he'll be yeah. in the Viper room every Saturday <laughs> 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 with the paint on him yeah uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. I don't know who that's yeah, it's Beatles Bobby Bowie yeah Planksty and I'm going to go left field and I'm going to say Madonna Rizza from the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> okay. Again, is that not a rat? Oh, that's Rizzo. 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 Green, green. Rizzo. What about you, John? On the Mount Rushmore. On the Mount Rushmore. Uh, I like. Now remember your mother's Prince. Right. I really like Prince. Yeah. <laughs> I Prince. just. It's Prince. Sort of party bands in there. Friends, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like he's good. Um, yeah, I'd I put um, someone cool. Paul Brady, put him up there. Oh, very oh good. yeah, yeah, Stripper very good in the house. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> still have two Zion more. Mills. <laughs> <laughs> you still have two more. Uh, for the Matt Rushmore. I'll put Phil Lennon on it. Oh, I really yeah, like yeah. Phil Lennon. Yeah. Yeah, he's See, I didn't even think close to home. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Phil Lennon. Can we yeah. change mine? So. No. No, I don't want him. I'm sticking. Like, I'm sticking. He, he's still chipping away. You can away. choose my last one then. <clears throat> yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah, I put Damien McKenna. On. Now, de- oh, definitely. Oh, well, it's 84. Yeah. At the yeah, end. There you go. <laughs> Jinx Lennon. David Keenan. Yeah. So you know what, actually? Jinx Lennon is... With, like, the, Jinx. The hat, you yeah. Know, like, on, <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, and the free Nova. And the free Nova. Free Nova, free Nova yeah. Jinx Lennon is a genius. Yeah. Like, he is a fucking... And do you know what? Sometimes you listen to him and you're like, Jinx, what? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. But then other times it's just like really good stuff. I love Jinx. Yeah. yeah we had yeah. Jinx on on the podcast and he was, I think it was the first song, wasn't it? He said, yeah, there's a new one. He started, no, I won't play that. I'll play this one. <laughs> no, straight yeah, he in. does what he wants. He, uh, he did a show uh, and Sophie, Kyle's wife, was on the same yeah. show and we were on the show and Sophie played. Then she had to run off and come and mind the children and then Jinx had to come down and yeah. play but he arrived in with the with a keyboard we had to help him on stage no sound check and he just starts yeah 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 man come on get. I'm not hearing out the wedge man come on man he was sound checking <laughs> as he was playing the song yeah. <laughs> uh, and then broke into the, the Dundalk walk or something but it was just yeah. uh, he's class some of he's, he's a you can whatever you want a he poet. is a poet well, he'd be known yeah, as a poet yeah well, they call you him know. the punk poet isn't it yeah the punk poet yeah yeah you know, I've never seen I still I haven't seen anything like him he is like yeah. the most original and some people don't get it um, but again talk about internationally known and, and nationally yeah. like, and people come yeah. to see him yeah no matter where he plays people come and see him you know yeah. so what about your songwriting I, is it do you do it as a collaboration or do you write them on your own yeah me and Sean uh, tend to get at least the bones of stuff down um, or I'll have something and I'll bring it to him or Sean will have a riff mm-hmm. and he'll have a riff. Go, we'll come to yeah. me and uh, generally that's where it kind of starts from and then in the past we would have brought it to definitely to Pete and Pork uh, who were the drummer and bass player yeah. um, they're really good at like arranging they're very very good at arranging yeah, that's, their, that's their forte it's, it's, don't do it like this yeah, yeah, take this bar uh, put that melt there, there isn't it yeah and they um, their stuff Arco Arena that's their other band yeah. go check them out they're or class or Karina. yeah but they are very good at saying yeah don't do that cut that in half maybe do this put that piece here do you know what i mean and yeah. really kind of really kind of it it's very easy when you're writing a song and say oh yeah this is really good and then you end up recording it and it's like seven minutes long yeah. but they're yeah. really good at like chop that down to three minutes for the radio yeah 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 no, that very good so that would have been kind of like well, well, well that's that's kind of how, how it comes together you know um, there's no there's no great secrets around it there no. never is anyway the, 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 well, the never she you seen Lennon and McCartney they, I was watching a documentary the other night and someone just said to her you know, she loves you yeah and yeah. straight out you know just have you right. seen the the Let It Be documentary oh, yeah excellent and there's a great bit um, Hold on, we're getting background noise here. What's that? Yeah, I, I wonder. <laughs> I there's a great bit. Uh, maybe she knows about the Beatles. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a great bit in it where they're sitting there literally going, that, the bad, Yeah, yeah. Literally just jamming it out. And you're just sitting watching it going, these lads are like yeah. the best songwriters of all time. Maybe it's definitely two of them in the room. Yeah. And the slobber they're coming out with. Yeah. But, but it's all about their process it's, it's of all, getting to. And you know, people don't really. It's think, actually George Harrison's better today. Is well, it? Well, it would have been alive. But people don't realize of the other things that wrote for other people. Yeah. Like Marmalade, Obladi. Yeah. That was one. Uh, I think they wrote the Rolling Stones first hit as well. Yeah. They, I yeah. don't know what it was, but it, they wrote it for it's, them. Um, and they and, recorded with Ringo yeah. afterward. What, what is the famous saying about Ringo when John Lennon was asked, is Ringo a good drummer? He said, well, he's the best, best drummer in the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, well, McCartney was a better drummer. Yeah. Yeah. He plays drums on um, Ballad of John Yoko. He plays yeah. drums on a few of the tracks, actually. Um, George is always my favorite Beatle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's the the solo stuff. Cool that answer, but that song, the, all that things song, must pass. My guitar gently weeps. Oh, oh yeah. Unbelievable. unbelievable. See that? Song. My sweet Lord. That's a yeah. good song. Yeah. yeah. That whole album. Really good song. Yeah. Is class. Yeah. And For then, four, it's a four, it's a, in vinyl. It's yeah. four vinyls. 
Really? He's he done that for the Harry Krishna, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jesus Christ. he says, um, the other one he wrote, that I thought was the a level of awareness just between some people is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. With the walkthrough of GE. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the one that he wrote that I thought was fantastic, something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the chord sequence in it. It's just unbelievable. Classic stuff. But yeah. uh, but then speaking of the co- going back to covers, the amount of people that have covered their covered. work, like Ellis. Yeah. Yeah. Or even there's that great video with Prince doing My Guitar Gently Weeps with just the um, guitar solo and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's oh, un- he's on stage with. He's he does a few people a few. on stage, yeah. 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 Like with Jeff um, Beck. Lynn. Jeff Beck. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Lynn. Lynn. That's it. There's a producer. That's the boy. I have to tell you, my smoke machine is broken. <laughs> have you heard the album, Jeff Lynn's album, The Long Wave? No. Oh, my God. Check it out, yeah. It, it, you have to, because the reason to check it out is it's 27 minutes long of an album. The, lo- the Long Wave. The Long Wave is right. called. And what he does was, now I seen a documentary on Jeff one night. He's in his house in LA. Every room has something in it. Instrument. Like an instrument, yeah. Yeah. In his kitchen, he's a mic hanging out an acoustic guitar. And everything is, he's the foot pedal. When he clicks, the studio goes on. Oh, just to, yeah. to get the ideas and stuff down. Yeah. Class. So what he done was, he picked the songs that he liked. Like, yeah. you know that, Somewhere Beyond the Sea? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, and Bobby he's Dunn. done Running Scared, Roy Orbit. He does a fantastic version of Nat King Cole's Smile. Okay. But every instrument, every vocals, harmonies in it, he does it all himself. He slash. Oh, what a... What he, just gets, he actually gets slated for the Beatles stuff. I don't know if you... Do you know they did uh, Freeze a Bird? And yeah. Real Love and all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. they've done afterward. He produced that. It wasn't George Martin. And he gets yeah. slated for it because people saying that oh, George he, Martin's he a better just, producer and stuff. But he's, he's a very, very talented man in yeah. every way. He, his original band he started with was with The Move in the 60s, which yeah. was Roy Wood and all them. And uh, he just went on on his own. And so he, he was the first to introduce cello. Cello. And, and but that was a big influence on us. Yeah. Uh, and t- covers. We actually, we actually t- attempted to cover uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. And failed miserably because. All right. <laughs> it's fun. Why did that fail? I can't remember. I because it was. We never knew where we were going. Yeah. Is it the yeah. next? Is it that? Ding, is it the bridge? Ding, 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 bit? Is it the other bit? And you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. forget about it. Now there's an end of that song. No, it stops. And then in a. It must be the. Juno. It moves up and down. But he says something. You know what he says? No. No, I do. What is it? Please turn me over. Yeah, because oh. it was on the album. Oh, class. Please oh. turn me over. Well, it actually, we were influenced by that as well. We There's a song on the album. And you said, please turn it off. Yeah, please turn it off. <laughs> please turn this off. <laughs> the song on the album, uh, it's called How Does It Feel? It actually started off as a Sean, it was Sean's, uh, Sean's song. You wrote the, the riff and all that for him. Yeah. Um, but when we were playing it, we came up then and then we come up with the idea of doing the to stop and going into something else oh, and that yeah. created um uh a track we, we called a mock which is obviously irish for mm. uh, out uh-huh. so we introduced the album with a shock as well ah, we thought yeah. that would be funny mm. very smart very again yeah and at, in the in the intro of the album uh we got pete it's 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 us warming up so it's like you know yeah. you're ready to go yeah right but you hear pete noodling and he plays the riff from a mock in a shock and it's just like a Louis small bit of it introduces it and then yeah. you don't hear it until the end. But that there's a lot of geniuses. <laughs> a lot of Easter eggs. The Beatles did that and the Beach Boys. Yeah. In the background, it's already already in the counting. But Brian Wilson. Yeah, yeah Brian. Oh, I see yeah. I see he knows uh, in the early stages of Alzheimer's. Ah oh, Jesus. I, That's I sad, just say I just seen a report. A oh, genius. Did you but, ever see the Beach Boys movies about him, Love and Mercy? No, no. It's, oh, it's 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 a great, great movie. But it's about him when he's first starting with the Beach Boys, yeah. and then him when he's older. Is it an actual movie or a documentary? I, no, it's a, re- a oh, proper really? movie. But it's yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, re- like a genuinely good movie. Never mind the music. Well, I, but I know that Love and the, Mercy. The, the, Love and Mercy. Now they were fantastic. They were all cousins and everything. And uh, the father Wilson himself, 
<laughs> he was always coming into the studios and saying, no, no, that's not right, and pulling down. Hmm. And was destroying everything. So yeah. the boys built a false desk that went over. Oh, yes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard that. I heard <laughs> that. And he came that's in. brilliant. That's great. And they didn't want, because they were afraid of the life of him, and he turned it. That's better than yeah, that. will yeah. sell albums. I don't know much about like what they were talking about technically, but Elton John gave an interview once where he was talking about his influence, like Brian Wilson's influence on yeah. him. Yeah. And he was saying what he was doing with the piano, with the chord, I don't know yeah. the technical terms, but he said what he was doing blew Elton John's mind when he was starting yeah. to learn music. So, he, just, he couldn't believe it. Yeah. There's footage of uh, of them recording pet sounds, of him recording pet yeah. sounds. It was just him. Yeah. That's what the movie's about, and, recording uh, pet yeah. sounds. And I'd love to see all that footage just yeah. because he's yeah. in there. He's got the Wrecking Crew, which is that famous band from LA, yeah. like the session bands and stuff. Yeah. But he's telling them, like, you know, a little lighter on the snare. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't kick in on the, you know, yeah. on, the, on the bass until this, you know. Speaking of good movies, you just reminding me of something. There's a great Bee Gees documentary called How Can I Mend a Broken Heart? Yeah. I've, I've seen, seen, it. seen it. Yeah. You've seen it? No. A, watch it. They're unbelievable. Well. You know, writing songs for Bee Gees. Yeah. Are really oh. good. yeah. Oh yeah, hits. They wrote like forty Hit machines, thirty yeah. hits, I think, for other people. They wrote yeah. that song. Why do you have to be a part? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was them. Yeah, that was unbelievable it, stuff. You can't hurry, love. Yeah. Did they yeah. write that? Yeah, I yeah. Didn't know that. And they wrote uh, ones for Celine Dion and everything. Like this. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, what do you call it? Just, it? Hits Im, just keep coming. Yeah. Im, Im, is it immoral or something like that? They sang it, but there was a part in it where you know that song they done tragedy. Yeah. Yes. And at at the time there was no like nowadays you can hit a sound effect. There was no sound effect. And your man said, "I need something coming in there." So your man Barry King went over, held his hands like this, and shouted it into it, just like for the pop. It's just just a pop. There's there was a great story. Chris Tucker, the comedian, like he used to be great friends with Michael Jackson, mm. but he was saying about the time that he was invited over to Michael Jackson's house and Barry Gibb was there. And then out of nowhere, Michael Jackson and Barry Gibb just started singing How Deep Is Your Love? And he's, he said, fucking unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> so you just fast, couldn't yeah, like yeah, to hear yeah. them both harmonizing singing yeah, that song. Yeah. He said it was incredible. And then he made a joke. He was like, he tried to join in. They basically told him, shut up. <laughs> just stop. There's a great, I played on the radio. There's a great video of um, Keith Urban. It's a, a tribute to the Bee Gees. Of mm. course, there's only one of them left. And Keith Urban comes on, just guitar and the band behind him, and he does uh, To Love Somebody. Oh, oh my yeah. God, what a version of it. Even your man, Barry Gibb, is looking as if to say, my God. Yeah. Now, he must have been saying, I wrote that. Yeah. You know. But I mean, to be able to sit back and, and look at a career like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but how would you feel? I know it's a, maybe it might happen if you were sitting and someone decided to record one of your songs. How would you feel about that? Oh, delighted. Chuffed. Angry. <laughs> How dare I, they? Angry no. because of singing about it. <laughs> if they did a bad <laughs> job, I'd be angry. Yeah. Um, um, you'd, have to, you'd have to be. No, you'd be happy because. Yeah, you'd no, have yeah. to. Be. I mean, the fifth has it was good enough. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they think it's bad and they want to do it yeah. better. Yeah. But beyond like getting the people to the gigs and all that, for me, it's always about like, I always like when other musicians come up and say, that's good. I like song. that, yeah. And like, oh, cheers, thanks very much. You know what I mean? Like, we do. Like, when we got the reviews for, for the Crucible, like, if I could, I, if they were printed, nothing's printed these days on paper. No, but I'd have them framed. You know, they were so yeah, so nice to read some of them. It is, but but how do you feel when some of your regulars come in and sing along with the words? And That's class. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, yeah. We actually played uh, a gig in Dublin somewhere, and loads of like. People that we knew, a lot of Sean's friends as well came in, mm-hmm. and then there was a bit uh, in Colleen, one of the songs where it gets, and there's a female vocal that Ella sang it, and just when she went to kick in, all the girls in the oh. front row started singing the back, and it was the first time it ever happened for, for me ever. Isn't it brilliant? And I just like oh, I, I wrote that one. That's class. You know what but I mean? isn't it? That's what I mean. Isn't it? the feeling yeah. that you're looking down? Uh, because I was at uh, we were talking to Osiris, <laughs> yeah, one night in the Spurs store. And we had them on here as well and mm. went down. And when they started doing songs. Okay. When they started doing songs, you know, and you see the young people singing yeah. back, it's, it's amazing, you know, it's brilliant. But my problem is that when you see people singing along to me, yeah, the right words. <laughs> <laughs> You're going, that's not the words. <laughs> 
Where did you learn that? Yeah, yeah. I know there is. There's something to be said about the live, the live shows. Like, and I think uh, that's that's when I'd probably say I call a time is when yeah. I, I'm not enjoying the live stuff anymore. Yeah, um, because you can record and you can do all that. And actually, we're going to do we're, we're going to do another side piece. Uh, um, myself and Sean and we feel our musicians coming in to do it. We won't record it live. We won't play it live. We're just going to record it. So it'll be interesting to see how we feel about that. Yeah. Because there's a different, it, a different vibe. You're going to record it live. No, we're going to record it, but we're not going to play it live. You're going so to we'll mind. Ne- we'll never perform it. You're going to do it in our rest life. Yeah, when the key <laughs> change oh, just, happens, we'll all stand up yeah, and say it's mine. That's but, uh, the big thing, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody stands up. But um, I'll be interested to see how I feel about them songs. Because, mm. you know, you fall in love with songs when you hear when you play them live and you see reactions yeah. and stuff. And you fall in love with them again and again, you know. Yeah. Would, yeah. You, would you sit at home and listen? To, you know, to, just to be your own critic. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So much so to the point now where I don't even listen to it anymore because I'm, I'm actually sick of it. Yeah, you uh, do. And that's not even a joke. Like, it's, it's genuinely like I don't know how you feel about it, but it's like I can't listen to the album anymore. Yeah, and part, part of me gets bored that I, I need to move on. And yeah, the same. We need to move on to something else. We're always looking at writing more stuff. And uh, yeah, because when the, by the time the album's ready, you've listened to it so much that you know it inside out. Yeah, every second. You'd, and you'd know yourself, like you know, it's you like, listen yeah. to something else. It's mixed. You have to have a listen. Then it's yeah. remixed. You have another listen. Yeah, it could be four or five mixes, and then you're you're hearing this, and then yeah. to the point where you're numb. Yeah. I think you just say that mix is grand. Yeah, then Should you have to get it mastered. Yeah, and then it's the same again. And you're listening to it again. It's a master. Sure, lo- load of artists they'll listen to it on like they listen to it in the car to see car what it sounds like. Then they'll go through the yeah. phone, then yeah. headphones, and every way people consume it just yeah. to try they and get it right. Just Wax yeah. cylinders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you and even have to listen to it now. Uh, you have to listen to it say on Spotify because sometimes it compresses yeah. so much that you might need to bring the levels of it up and stuff like that. Um, and because we released it on vinyl. We had to listen to past pressings of that as well. Jesus. Oh, uh, so yeah. it was overkill at, at the end, you know. And then you're trying to get, obviously, um, the track listings and stuff. So you're trying to listen mm. to songs out of place and, you know, get them. And it's just. Yeah. So, no, I don't listen to it anymore. If it comes on Spotify, I leave it play. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, you know, I've, well, as you say, I've been listening to a couple of albums. We've done an album for charity and that. We took friends in. And there's some of the songs that I go, Ooh, yeah, I should have missed that there. But there is that when you were saying copying, when we were talking about the end of ELO, share when she done believe, yeah, our voice was out of tune. And if you if you play it and you move the tuner up, it gives that sound. And she goes, Oh, what's that? And your man's, I was just putting you in tune, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she says, Oh, that's nice to. Everybody has then done it. Yeah. Everybody has the fucking thing. And you can still hear it now it's today. Like she's influenced everyone. Yeah. Every, you know, there's a lot, a lot of Flo uh, bands yeah. from who? Florida. <laughs> no, what did you say? Florida. 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 Auto tune mad. Oh, he's auto tune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's actually, that's the big thing at the minute. Remember saying to you, like, once one act does it. Everyone has a start. Everyone does. But yeah. if you walk up Grafton Street, like there's all the teenagers there, and they all have a certain, the sit, they all sing the same way, the same yeah. kind of. They all sound like Darren McKennedy. I, I don't. Or I can't even put my face on it. But I'd be send. walking through with with, with yeah. my partner Sinead, and I'll hear them, and I go, "There, they're at it again." Yeah. She'd be like, "Well, just leave them alone." But, like, but, then, like, but then again, no. <laughs> I I always thought the same. Last orders. Yeah, I last orders. <laughs> I always thought the same, but. If, if you look back at the 60s music, not the 70s, the 60s, yeah. most of the bands are playing all the same. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, I think it's just the way it was. But uh, you're right. When you walk up, you've Ed Sheeran. Yeah. You have someone else all sounding the same. Yeah. But that's what I can't understand of young musicians nowadays. Use your own. It's your voice that will get us. Yeah. Trying to copy. Yeah. You know, take the influences. Yeah. And put them in it and wear but, them on your yeah, sleeve. You, but, use, you know. use a bit of phrasing here and there, but yeah. um, don't don't make the whole fucking album. No, uh, you just you, you used to say like it was like a were like magpies. Yeah, you know, pick the best, so bit. Rob, pick the Rob best Mag- bit and take it. Yeah, yeah, rob everything. Right. Just rob a, a, enough that no one can come back to you. And see this it. is it, you know. <laughs> yeah, 
I, right. I, well, well, we wrap it up before this whole I think we were, but I'm enjoying it because <laughs> I know. I'm enjoying it as well. I'm only, I'm I've a, just entered my flow state, you know, like yeah. I'm a flow rider. We'll have to do a part two. Oh, was the first, oh definitely. With the, yeah. the first audience we had as well. Yeah. Yeah. It could yeah. be like podcast. a trilogy, you know. <laughs> yeah. But now, what, what, what is the future hold for our resurrections? Or you two. We're going to do the EP. It's going to come out. We're playing the Walkman's cellar in June June and then we're back in the Spirit Store in September August, September it's not announced yet but is, that, yeah. is that the full band? well it'll be musician. the full band yeah yeah. Um, yeah the gig in, in September I'd say we'll probably have a couple of good local artists like mm-hmm. like, like Finian maybe and stuff like that so we like stuff they're shooting yeah. at us shooting at us um, so yeah that's the plan for this year awareness, um, awareness. and obviously just to Keep keep trying to build an audience, you know. Um, yeah. We're actually going to work, starting to work with Suzanne Doyle. <laughs> she, she was at the. Uh, it, never buy them cheap condoms. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what I'm saying. One prick and no gun. <laughs> oh, so but yeah, not right. about that. But that's the plan anyway, and uh, yeah, just keep keep her lit, keep going, you know. Try and try and make as many albums as Jinxes. Yes. Right, and uh, will you sell a bunch of gigs anyway? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the next one, though, I think the EP will probably just do it digitally. It just costs too much. Like final pressing costs too much. I think yeah. that the, the not apart from the vinyl and the pressing, it's the mastering is the dearest part. Yeah, it's unbelievable. To, to rent the studio now is really expensive. Like Black Mountain is probably a great studio, and yeah. it's actually reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. It's right in our doorstep. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I get a chance to record a live podcast or to record yourself, mm-hmm. Black Mountain. Uh, okay. where, where, where is that? Out in Jenkinson. And Cooley, yeah. Yeah, there's one out in County for the shop. Jason. Jason Barley does it as well, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, doing very well. Was he on a boat? Huh? Was, it, was it on a boat for a bit? No, or was no. I dreaming that? I think it was dreaming. That was Radio Carly. Yeah. <laughs> no, the one he has was. Uh, he recorded in the international. His mum used to have a shop and he called it the shop studio. Okay. A lot of, lot of great albums come out of it. Yeah. But the best the studio that I was in was Jason's old place. In Tumbleweed? No, it, it was in, on the Carlingford Road. The studio was in a cow shed. <laughs> so the studio was built inside the cow shed. Class. See, the whole lot covered. Wow. It was brilliant, brilliant studio. And he's this massive desk, but he wasn't used. He was using Pro Tools. He's unbelievable. He's a whiz. He, he, oh, he knows an awful lot about it. Speaking of good albums, though, that Black Mountain has got two two albums recorded that are on Choice Price, Choice, Choice Prize Awards. Soda oh, Blondes. Really? Yeah, Soda Blondes. Soda Blondes, yeah. yeah. Uh, the scratch maybe okay record up in black so I don't think they'll win it but nice a nice thing Soda Blonde might win it they're good it'd like be nice, that's nice a good to know you're in isn't it yeah mm-hmm. Soda Blonde Soda Blonde have you mm-hmm. listened to them no I this is my first time here, I mean, where, they, I, where yeah. are they from Dublin and Sligo and the scratch is also a good name have you listened to the scratch no but another good oh, name oh you'd love the scratch would I yeah I love Soda the scratch Soda Blonde gets played it's a lot it's <laughs> Soda Blonde are excellent. Their album's Where are they fast. from? It's the Scratch. Soda Blonde. Dublin and somewhere. Dublin and Sligo. Yeah, I think it's... I think. Sligo. Yeah. Uh, very good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, you're taking your time this morning for coming in. Yeah, thank and you And I'm sure much. we look yes, forward to... As I say, look forward to playing your stuff on the radio before you play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to be the first cut of me first. You know? Oh, it has yeah. to be the first cut. And uh, on the independent Irish artists in the morning yeah but uh, it's it's great to be able to do that now there is people say why don't you just stick to the indie bands and all that but you have to give everyone yeah. a chance yeah, you know yeah. there's some people out there who have taken time to record it why not give them a go yeah. and you know mm-hmm. what it is about it as well I remember we done an album oh, a few years back it was The Plight of Cosmo we all decided we weren't going to run a night and send the money to Cosmo. We'd take over the studio, pay for our own things and yeah. do the album. So we done it. And every track on it, you could play on every show on a radio. This is before yes. Dundalk FM. And I left it up to a well-known station and not one song was played. So I just said, someday, I said, they will get played. And then Dundalk FM came along. And it was just, it's, it's still being played today. Yeah. You know, like you've probably seen a photograph up on 
the Facebook of myself, Gino and Ofla and Helen Mirren and that. We were the band in the some other son. We were the band oh, in yeah, the right. pub. And this guy came up to us and he says, My brother wrote this song. Will you just learn it? I had to go upstairs. It was in Ruskin Lusk. I had to go upstairs and learn the song. I had 25 minutes to learn it. The words and I got it in my head. Come down, the sound engineer says, do you know what? I said, yeah. He said, I'll record you. And Class. you can mime it. So we went down and we done it. And we put it out on a single. That's and unbelievable. I, I was sold in an art more than I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was some other son. No, it was some other son. But yeah. it was great. A great experience. Oh, that's you class. Know, but it was great things like that that happened, you know. But yeah. uh, and it's even you know meeting stars like yourselves and all that. <laughs> it is the, no, honestly, you have a talent, and I, I think it's a shame that and a lot of people that when you see a gig, go to it. Yeah, see it, buy yeah. the merchandise. Yeah. You know, if there's anyone, if it's people are recording, go and go yeah. to our gigs. Like, there's yeah, a lot, a lot that's of, how that's how bands survive these days. Yeah, gigs and band camp. Yeah, a lot, buy a t-shirt yeah. band camp. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people think that when you see you on the stage. They don't realize the, the setup, the recordings, yeah. the setting up the gear. Yeah. Yeah. And when everybody's gone and they're having the a great time, they're mm. taking it down. And, oh, yeah. God, what a day I had today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did that. Like, that's a good example of it. Like, so that just goes to show you we'd be in a venue from five o'clock to sound check. Yeah. Once we've sound checked, then and the doors open, one of us is at the merch stand selling the merch. Then yeah. we have to tidy up the match go on the stage play it yeah. come back yeah. off set yeah. the match back up it. play again Try and then and set down and then drive back yeah. it's, a, drive it's a labour of love you have to love doing it you have to love it it is it is I think it is it's, yeah. you see you, you provide it's like someone had said to me now I was late last night I have to play tonight but it's a, an easy easy night <laughs> but when someone sees you down on the stage you'll be yawning and everything before yeah. and, and it's just the adrenaline comes yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then after that, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know. <laughs> but you do need a wind down as well. Oh, like yeah. You oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. can't turn off either. You no. can't. You can't. You know, and especially if it's a good gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. The buzz is going. You want to yeah. do it again. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not you invincible. Able, but you want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having us. Thank again. you very much for calling into us. And the best of luck with the EP. I'm sure it'll be dropped into the station. It will certainly be, yeah. And, uh, Hopefully we'll get a chance to see us. Yeah. Well we'll be back I, on again. Let's yeah, oh yeah. Well, we'll go, we have to go for part two. Volume two. Oh, yeah. Volume two. There's, there's a lot. And I'm sure, sure that uh, Chris will play a bit of Orwell's oh, 84 along the way. I will. There's a video there. We might even put Alvaro in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll have Alvaro here, yeah, next, Alvaro just, here next time. Yeah, he's just lo- put the video on of him walking around yeah, the place yeah. in the background. Lost. Actually we'll do a walking <laughs> podcast next time. I'll follow you around the town. Yeah, 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 with Alvaro. Yeah, with Alvaro. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, Alvaro, you ready? Yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> All it's, right. Listen, lads. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Lads. I, I can do it.